Come on in. Hey. Hey, how are you? What's up, man? It's good are to you, see you. You my Duber? I am. It's a, I dad, am. It's a daddy Uber. It's a daddy you Uber? That. Yeah. It's good to see you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Good to be here. Go ahead and uh, get your seatbelt on and we'll, we'll get to going. Let's do it, man. Cool. All right. <laughs> I've heard this before. <laughs> Good, good taste in music. Good taste in music. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it and not, and not well, do it. You, you could have. I could have. You could have done it and I not. not. <laughs> well, what's, what's done is done. What's the fun in that? <laughs> why, why not? Well, thanks for joining us, Pastor Montel. Hey, uh, and everyone else that's joining us. Uh, this is the video that we make from time to time. This goes out to all of the department heads here at Hamilton Mill. Sweet. And uh, it's just little leadership injections, something that they can uh, grab a hold of pretty quickly. And thanks for, for speaking to the leaders today. Sure. Um, something I always tell everybody is that these are 100% unscripted. Correct. Um, you don't know what I'm going to say, and I don't know what you're going to say. No. So we're just going to let Jesus talk and just kind of see what happens. Yeah, I'm good with that. So listen, I wanted to talk to you about leading through the unknown. Um, ever since I've known you, it really seems like Jesus has been trusting you with the unknown. Mm. From uh, volunteering, to leading, to small groups, to being an author, <laughs> to marriage ministry, to uh, a staff lead worship pastor here at the church, uh, to, to, to leading the church. It really seems like... Uh, God feels like he can trust you with not just the unknown, but leading through the unknown. Mm. And I, I just, I feel like that's something that's so important uh, to our leadership team that I wanted to see if you could just speak to us about what that journey has been like and what we can learn from that. Sure. Um, leading, uh, leading through the unknown. Well, I mean, there's a lot of thoughts, I guess, that initially come to mind. Yeah. Um, I think in a lot of ways we're probably if you are a leader you're called to go out into deeper territory or deeper water uh, than most people who, who kind of play it safe yep. uh, and so I found myself uh, career wise just life wise in positions where I in order to to make it to a, another level or to to do something greater I couldn't play it safe mm. you know uh, regarding just Prior to ministry, uh, go back to the music business days. You know, I had a, a decent paying job, I had a college degree, and that was the safe place to be. Yeah. You know, and when I said, well, I want to sell my car and I want to, you know, try and do, you know, get a record deal, yeah. the people around me, my mom and folks, they were saying, no, you got a good job, you got a degree, you got this, you got that, you know, yeah. be safe, provide for your family, you know, do those things. And there was just something in me that said, uh, if I am safe, I may not be as significant as I could be mm. by, uh, by venturing out into the unknown. And as I'm sitting here talking right now, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm seeing uh, this vision of of uh, these great fishermen who were excellent at what they did yeah. uh, in scripture. And these were guys that were at the top of their game and they had their own boats that like, they knew what they were doing, and there was still this moment where they weren't catching anything. Yeah, you know, they were doing a service. They were doing what they were, you know, what they were supposed to be doing at that time, but they hadn't reached a significant, you know, point yet. And then Jesus, gotcha. a guy who was not necessarily a fisherman, comes out telling these fishermen, "Hey, cast your nets." You know what I'm saying on the other side, mm -hmm. you know. 
and and basically these guys are like well i mean really like you don't have a boat like you're not a fisherman this is what we do all day but we'll give it a shot and they do it and basically almost drown themselves because of the the load that they're bringing in and so yep. they become more significant fishermen if they understand the waters that they're fishing in so from that standpoint i, I guess from that point in my career to now being in ministry, I found myself constantly being challenged in, is it cool just to stay safe? Like, I'm good at worship. Is it okay just to stay in worship and be safe there? Yeah. Uh, I may not be great at men's ministry, but I feel like the Lord has asked me, cast your net out into the other side and see what men you can influence and, and pull wow. into deeper relationship with God when it comes to marriage ministry. Um, me and my wife, we've been working and, and striving to have a, a good marriage. Uh, casting our net onto the other side of that boat requires us to get into an uncomfortable place, you know, really of trying to pour into couples that are damaged and pour into places that even territory that we haven't been in. Uh, and so I guess if no one is willing to go into that, that unknown space, yeah. um, there's place of significance that just lies untapped when we as leaders aren't willing to come out of our comfort zone and to maybe dive into a place that we're not so familiar with. That's good. That's good. The last thing you just said is still repeating in my head. If no one's willing to go into that 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 untapped place, that, yeah. that, that empty place, if no one's willing to go there, why does it seem... Um, easy for some and difficult for others to cross over into the unknown. I think I think fear plays a big role of it, a yeah. big part in it. Yeah. I mean, listen, where the only thought that comes to my mind is like I don't I don't swim. Like I am I'm not a, a good swimmer at all. Okay. Um, but I'm willing to dive in. One, because I'm tall, and if I feel like I can touch the bottom, <laughs> just stand there's up. a chance for survival. <laughs> no, but there was always this part, there's always a part of me that says, I, I'm fearful about drowning. I'm fearful about not being able to swim. Yeah. But there's also a part about me that says, but if something ever happened to one of my children, I got to be able to get in and save my child. Mm. So even though Montel can't swim, you better believe if my daughter were in a position, if Samantha were in a position, she needed dad dad's diving in i'm not thinking twice i'm going right. and i'm going to get her and so i think it's just a scenario of where people are are feel fearful and you either are standing on the sidelines going oh help help you know somebody do something waiting for someone else to help uh are you willing to dive in you know get your hands dirty get a little water in your lungs but get the job done yeah. you know and i think that for some um that fear is maybe not a full reliance that God is going to sustain you in the area that you step into. Avery, yeah. I know people who are just, they have an amazing story, amazing testimony, but they're functioning in one area and what they're gifted to do, but not necessarily what they're, what they're called, what they're called to do. Yeah. And so you may join ministry working in one area, but yeah. God may be calling you into a, a completely different area. I That's mean, good. you, I mean, your story, you know, from, uh, uh, working in IT, I mean, doing all types of different things in ministry yep. Yep. to leaving uh, a ministry. I don't know if you say leaving or getting fired. I don't know what that looks like. One, if they know. The yeah. Either way, how that goes. But now to be pastoring at the level that you are, it's it just shows God can use you in whatever area that you're willing to step into to be significant, uh, even in the places of, of uh, unknown, unknown territory and yeah. unknown waters. So what do you say to someone? I mean, thank you for, for that, because it's yeah, sure. that... 
that's that difference in I want to be that kind of person, but something's holding me back. And if that something is just plain old fear, then I, I, I want to overcome it. I want to call it out. What, without giving the bubblegum super boiled down answer, then, then what is that, that antidote to fear so that I can trust God that he actually is going to sustain me and what he's calling me to do? What, what's the thing that pushes you off the cliff? thing that pushes you off I, I think uh, I think I just saw this today I don't know where it was quoted from uh, but it was super good and maybe just timely for today and it basically said that uh, fear has caused more uh, oh, how did it go I think it said fear has caused more disappointments than failure actually has uh, and, and there's a different way of saying that yeah. so I'll, I'll take that right there and I'll say yeah. I said that yeah that was yours uh, you know fear has caused more disappointments than failure actually has it's, it's very wow. seldom that people get into something they do it and they fail at it and then there's a disappointment that, that comes from that more often people are fearful about something and they just never attempt it and then you know it just never happens or there's right. this this place or this void that exists there, I Man, think what good. pushes you uh, to the <laughs> ledge or, or what allows you to take that leap of faith, um, I, you know, I hate to say it, but a lot of times I believe God allows things to, I, I don't want to call it tragedy because it's not tragedy, uh, but I, I believe God allows circumstances to get to a place of need Mm -hmm. uh, in order for that to be to be filled. In other words, if we need to fill a space on a platform, uh, maybe uh, someone has to take a step back and there's a need to fulfill a, a space and more leaders need to be grown and groomed up right. at a faster pace to fill a space. Maybe something happens in children's ministry and a leader transitions out and there's no one to lead there. Yeah. Okay, who's going to lead the kids? Because kids are showing up on Saturday and Sunday. Right. Who's going to do it? And it may not be what your, your skill set is, but maybe in that time you step into a role and end up filling a space and are really good at it and then realize, hey, I am really good at this, right. even though right. it wasn't thought what I thought I would do yeah. uh, for this season. Maybe it's what God is, is purposing you know, me to do. And so, you know, I think a lot of times need uh, that, you know, the kingdom says, I have need of thee. I, I have need of, of you to, to do this, to take part in this. Yeah. Uh, and us answering that. And I think one is, uh, or I should say to conclude that thought, that if we don't step into that need and fulfill that need, God, I believe, will find somebody else to do it. Mm. And do you really want to be the, the guy or the, or the girl that got passed over? because not because someone passed you over but but you got passed over for the gig because you were fearful or didn't think you you had the qualification to do it when God doesn't you know uh, uh, call the pe uh, call the, the qualified people but he qualifies everybody that he calls that's good you don't want to be the one that missed out because oh, you were afraid worse. when he was ready to give it to you absolutely wow yeah well thank you sir I appreciate you speaking with us thank you I today. appreciate you man Hopefully something that uh, you've said, something the Holy Spirit has said, uh, helps you guys and it helps you to lead like Jesus. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone. See you next time.